1: Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one will be taken to the next stage where the transcript will be printed and sold in that weird bit in HMV where you're in the queue and there's books for like two quid. Mm, Okay. Ever bought one of those books? Mm. No one has. (laughs) Tweet us if you've ever bought a book from that bit in HMV we're queuing up. And also, what's the policy? If there's no queue... But a book catches your eye, do people just queue up behind you or do yeah. they push past? They do queue up behind yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. What if you want to read sort of an extract from that book?
0: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. let start there. You made... You planted your flag in the sand and that's where you sit. Uh, there's also that bit in HMV where you get to the till and you see a DVD you've never wanted and it's yeah. like £10 or £2 with any other purchase. And you think, hmm, <laughs> might buy it five times.
1: And I've not even done the intro yet, mate, so... That chat was bonus chat that's not even in the episode. We're spoiling them. We are spoiling them. I'm Joel, a man who puts the art in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. And (laughs) across from me is John Harris, who is enjoying the World Cup. I would say a little too much. John, what did you think of the England game last night?
0: Oh, I shouldn't have got a tattoo. Why of not the score? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? For the record, I've well, we've recorded this before that game is because I realised if England get absolutely annihilated in that game, yeah. and I've just joked that I've got a tattoo of that score. Yeah. sounds like I'm some sort of England hater. Uh, the tattoo of the England flag on my face was probably a mistake, though.
1: There's still two games left, mate. It's <laughs> for it to come good. <laughs> right, we're here to pitch movies. Unfortunately, not talk about football. Uh, John, what have you got for me?
0: What about this one from Bark D? Hereditary. Have you heard about the film Hereditary? Yeah. Hereditary. When Ellen passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their intolerance to milk. Oh, no. (laughs) The more they discover, the more they find themselves trying to outrun the sinister fate they seem to have inherited.
1: Very good. Very good. So... Hereditary is a scary-looking film, right? Yeah. Which means you and I will never see it. Yeah. We're never going to see it unless we accidentally see it somehow.
0: I don't know. You're always being dragged to scary films. Dragged
1: to hell. Dragged me to hell. Yeah. That's what I think when I go and see a horror film. (laughs) Relationships are all about sacrifice, and I've sacrificed night's sleep. (laughs) Yeah, so Hereditary is scary. There's a a girl in it. Classic. Young children, man. They're proper horror fodder, aren't they? Mm. Is it something to do with the juxtaposition of innocence and scariness? Maybe. Or a kids fundamentally scary?
0: Kids get, tits, you know like there's that show Kids Say the Funniest Things? Yeah. Kids say the creepiest shit too. Did you see that video, that, that video, that image that went viral about like, where it's like, draw your f- imaginary friend. Oh yeah,
1: horrific. Yeah. It's like some sort of Babadook kiss, Yeah, yeah. it was like,
0: she is always pregnant yeah. and can never give birth. Oh, <laughs> horrific,
1: absolutely horrific. What would be scarier now, John, if an adult came into the room and pointed at you without saying a word, (laughs) or if a child did it.
0: A fucking child, obviously a child.
1: But you would think, what the fuck is that unknown adult doing in here, wouldn't you? Yeah,
0: and I could think I'd take the child in a fight. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. I was about to say, what if they were wielding a knife? Yeah. You'd go child and you you just push the child over.
0: (laughs) uh, This genuinely, Joel and I have got two chairs facing the door, just in case.
1: Yeah, we've got an obstacle. I'm actually going to be on edge for the rest of this (laughs) podcast recording, even though it's an imaginary scenario that I've created. I just think, you know at which point are they going to... also what's good is there's two doors into the studio yeah so when one goes that will give us at least half a second to arm ourselves
0: jump out the window jump out
1: the window yeah just the cleaner <laughs> the cleaner is a child though so <laughs> yeah
0: i've been meaning to talk to your management about this actually don't, Oh,
1: i shouldn't have mentioned it on air. um just whatever you do don't mention the chimney sweeps we've got here all right <laughs> so- three three are missing
0: why do you have chimneys is my main question, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Um, my, how do you make an intolerance to dairy scary?
1: Terror, the idea terrifies me. <laughs> Doesn't it terrify you? I if I woke up intolerant to dairy, I would jump in front of a bus.
0: Your lactose intolerant? Because you love cheese that much. I
1: love lactose. Lactose <laughs> and gluten are my two favourite foods. If I, Honestly, if I went to the doctor your you're lactose intolerant, I'd say, Doctor, <laughs> what's your policy on euthanasia? <laughs>
0: I apologize to any lactose intolerant people listening. Yeah, I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> how how do you... But, like, in a plot, like a horror movie plot, how are we going to make a lactose intolerant, a, a hereditary lactose intolerance, a terror?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's, if they don't have lactose, maybe they have visions, horrific visions. If so they, they have, don't have lactose. Yeah.
0: But but they're also lactose intolerant. Exactly. So what do they do? What do they give up? I assume the visions are of a an evil cow I just oh, for the record it's a terrifying
1: cow it's the laughing cow but it never stops laughing
0: there's some irony there as well so it's an evil cow but they uh, the only way they don't see it is by drinking its milk yeah sad it's actually a really sad story it's horrible about three quarters of the way through the film you realise actually the cow isn't a figure of terror it's actually you should you sympathise with this this imaginary cow because it's the babamook just about works and I'll will te- take it. Yeah, have that when you? Yeah. I... It's going in. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's staying, good. Thank it's you very staying much. in the episode.
1: And and listen, let me tell you that's uh that, the stuff that doesn't make it in. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> you've, Im- you have
1: you've dodged a bullet, to be honest. <laughs> Every episode you've dodged a bullet.
0: Imagine think about the quality of the stuff that stays in that yeah. I let yeah. stay in. Imagine what's not in.
1: The, the, and that filter's strict <laughs> and that still gets in. Unbelievable. Um, how about this one? From Joe. Die hard border.
0: Die hard border.
1: Yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Is in, sent to carry out negotiations between Northern and Ireland. Northern and
0: Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Northern and Ireland.
1: Northern Ireland and Ireland. Yeah. They're building a border wall. And Bruce Willis is there on a Christmas party. Because he's married to someone in the DUP. <laughs> I'm just straying into territory I don't understand here. Yeah, yeah. this is good. So...
0: Fa- famous uh, Dream Factory territory talking confidently about stuff we don't know.
1: So Bruce Willis has actually got to get a vehicle from Northern Ireland into Ireland. Yeah. But there's now a hard border. Hmm. But he has to deliver the package. And so it's about him trying to escalate this newly built 200 foot wall.
0: Great. This is good. This is this yeah. this is this is stuff we know. Yeah, exactly. Leave the politics to politicians.
1: Yeah. Let, the politics have been done and yeah. the, the border exists. Yeah. And it's a hard border, mate. It's 200 foot tall. And... It's like in, um, so you know you know how uh, in Age of Empires, sometimes you build a wall across your land and you would build it up to the water. Yeah. But quite often you'd forget that um, they can actually walk through the shallowest bit of water. So quite often what would happen <laughs> is you build your wall, but they just nip around the side yeah. because you'd think you'd build it across all of the land. But in actual fact, the wall could go a block or two further into the sea. Mm. A common mistake I used to make on Age of Empires, I never really learned. I always thought, that's the land covered. That's where walls go. Yeah. You know, don't put a wall in the sea. No. And then they, ju- then i will be like, fully defended, got all my little archers near my entrance ready for the attack, and they only go and bloody sneak around the side. An absolute nightmare. You look like an idiot. So what I'm saying is, the government have learnt from my <laughs> mistakes on Age of Empires 1 through 3.
0: <laughs> That's, I'm relieved to hear that.
1: And they've built the wall out into the sea a bit. Good. So Bruce Willis thinks that immediately. He's yeah. like, hang on, was involved in this process. <laughs> if I know him well, and I do, because I've watched him play Age of Empires on Twitch, he'll have forgotten despite streaming for over 500 hours he'd have forgotten to build that wall out into the sea a little bit and he goes there guess what you are stood there I'm (laughs) on top of the wall laughing like the laughing cow from Hereditary (laughs) he's like shit I'm just waving like doing an ironic slow clap like yeah look at this wall mate I'm pointing at the sea that's a bit deep for you isn't it mate a bit deep so he turns his truck around. We think and we've defeated he's scared him. Scared of swimming? Famously. I'm the Hans Gruber character. <laughs> no, but he can swim. But the package is too heavy to carry.
0: Oh, in. okay. Can I... What? I really like the fact that you've put yourself yeah. in the film. <laughs> Actually, you, you f- put me into the film as a famous Twitch player.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't see any slash problem with it.
0: Evil Ireland man.
1: <laughs> Ireland man. Yeah. Man of Ireland. Uh, so he goes back and he has to read. what is in the
0: package and why is it in your interest that he doesn't get across I think this is very important
1: we don't know what's in the package it's something (laughs) it's the end yeah it's secrets (laughs) it's secrets it's Irish secrets it's some sort of Irish thing from Northern Ireland that they want protected they don't want the United Kingdom to own because it's Irish
0: Oh right! So he's taking it from North to Ireland.
1: To, yeah, into Ireland because we've properly colonised Northern Ireland and we've opened tea shops and all sorts of horrible things.
0: <laughs> I see. And because in this dystopian world, yeah, fame is political clout. Yeah, you're the Prime Minister of Northern Ireland
1: because I'm so big on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's me and PewDiePie. We're the guys. He's se- he's the Foreign Secretary.
0: Despite his absence of British nationality.
1: Exactly. Because he's the last person you'd expect. (laughs) He lives in Brighton, doesn't
0: he? He does live in England.
1: They all do. Even me
0: at this point. (laughs) You live in Brighton? Yeah. So you've flown out. It's not far. To learn to laugh. It's not far when you've got a private jet, mate. Why? I I still have questions, John. Yep. And you're very confidently asking them, even (laughs) though you're making them up on the spot. So Mm -hmm. I applaud that. Why would Bruce Willis care about getting Irish secrets to Ireland?
1: His family are from Ireland. Oh, yeah. You not know that about Bruce Willis? No, but there's a lot more, a lot more depth to this than the okay. the one line that was sent by Joe. Joe and I talked about this on the phone for about two or three hours <laughs> last night.
0: We we are offering that service, by the way. If you want a uh, film consultation, like director's cut, <laughs> we will call you up and yeah, really between go- the hours
1: of two and four a.m.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Would you like one from me via our good friend Tom? All right. Just for the record, there are two, fo- two Toms in the fold. There are two Toms on the books.
1: That's, that's when you know you've made it, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, when you've yeah. got super fans that share a name.
0: To- two Toms on the books. One from now on will be known as Tom the Pervert. Famously, his alpaca perversion earned him that name. And the other one, well, let's work out what he's called after we discuss his second film idea. He was the same guy who came up with the aging stairs. I'm sure you will remember it from last week. Give us a quick reminder. So, his concept was that there was a set of stairs, and as you walk up them, you get older, and as you walk down them, you get younger.
1: A great concept. Brilliant concept.
0: We made it about saving a pub and a lady, and Tommy Lee Jones was a spy. Oh, Tom... Tom conveniently, specifically insisted that Tommy Lee Jones was the lead. Yeah. Right, here we go. Please allow me to leave you with another masterful movie idea as a demonstration of my humble yet unattainable talents. I call this one The Door.
1: (laughs) Good, good. Very householdy again.
0: (laughs) The premise is simple. A man walks through the door, let's say into a house. (laughs) Let's say into a...
1: E.G. into a house.
0: (laughs) I was thinking shed, so... Thanks. And when he comes out, he's aged 50 years. When he comes out? So he <laughs> goes he comes, into the house. So he used to go through a door, let's say into a house, and then when he comes out again. I'm not then sure. Then he's aged. I'm not sure. So what,
1: what, what age is he in the house? Or well, we can't see, probably. There's no cameras in the house.
0: <laughs> it's an incredible tale of love, thrills, and action, and is no way similar to the stairs. No, it,
1: it's very different <laughs> because, there's no, because the, the house is a bungalow, so but- there aren't any stairs. <laughs>
0: In brackets again. A budget of seventy plus million dollars would be required, and I feel the story could only be portrayed properly by Tommy Lee Jones. Fair
1: enough, fair enough. Well, we've seen he's got the chops from the last film. <laughs> All right. So th- this this is actually a little bit more confusing than the stairs. The stairs was a beautifully <laughs> simple concept, and as is always the case with sequels, yeah, because let's be honest, Tom, mate, yeah, you've pitched the same idea. As is always the case with sequels, you have to make it a little bit more complicated, right? Yeah. So he goes into the house. And when he leaves the house through the same door he's aged, what if he goes out the back door? I don't know. So, and also, the, the problem with this one is that he doesn't have a chance to become young again. All that will happen is he'll get home and age another 50 years when he leaves <laughs> the house again. It's instant death. It's death after two days, this film, providing he only leaves his house once a day.
0: Hmm. So a man, let's say he's relatively young, young, mm-hmm. home, young homeowner, 20.
1: Yeah, well, he's done very well himself. He Probably didn't eat any avocados.
0: Yeah. He walks in, walks out of his house and goes to the shops. He's, he's, he's 70. 70. <laughs> he's like, fuck.
1: <laughs> this is a nightmare. This is a 25-year mortgage.
0: I'm, he's like, I'm, well, I better, not, I better not go out. I've just turned 70.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, goes, yeah, back yeah. goes back into the house. He's fine. He's 70. <laughs> he's watching Countdown. You know, he's living a 70-year-old life. And then uh, he stays there until Christmas. when he has to go and see his family he hasn't seen them all year because he's so terrified to because the horrific ageing that's happened he's He's suddenly
0: older than his dad
1: exactly he's locked himself away and he leaves the house and he dies instantly (laughs) he just he's like when uh, the Nazis look into the (laughs) ark he steps outside and that happens to him or when when the guy drinks from the wrong cup in uh, Indiana Jones and the last crusade
0: I like the idea of this film is actually about the estate agent constantly trying to flog this house house. in the full knowledge of what it does to people. And an estate
1: agent would do that.
0: Would do that. Would absolutely do that. It's got some charming quirks.
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Residents always live in this for a minimum of 50 years. So
0: So when Tom sent us these uh, emails, Joel and I became more fascinated by some other information that he inadvertently dropped and we interrogated him and we'll talk about it later.
1: So stick around till after the music when we're going to talk about Tom's little backstory.
0: Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Muscall and Andrew Scott. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What about this one from Rachel? The Germinator. Simple.
1: The Terminator, but for germs. Yeah, that's great.
0: Antibiotics. I'll be, the Germinator. Yeah, okay, that is. Yeah, there's. Is it called? I want to say it's called Orlando Jones. Have I made that up? Osmosis Jones. Nice. It's called Osmosis Jones. Have you not... You know, this is a thing, right? What? Osmosis Jones.
1: Is he like Indiana Jones? Exactly. What?
0: You don't know about Osmosis Jones? No. Uh, Legally, I'm not sure how they got away with this. (laughs) It's an animated film uh, made by Warner Brothers... And it's called Osmosis Jones, and it's about like a cell who's basically Indiana Jones. Wow! So he goes around fighting the played by Chris Rock. What? Yeah, sounds great. The baddies, Bill Murray. Like this. It It sounds amazing. It's got Brandy in it and William Shatner. I mean, there's some my favorite favorite actors. (laughs) Brandy and William
1: Shatner yeah yeah you only William Shatner's my favourite singer
0: you only watch films that star both Brandy Andy. and yeah. William Shatner but
1: yeah I've never seen the <laughs> Jones.
0: you've never seen a film but I've never seen
1: I, I don't know what films are um, uh, which you can probably tell
0: yeah so the Germinator would be kind of an Osmosis Jones concept
1: yep yeah. who do Brandy and William Shatner play <laughs> Sarah Connor yeah that's William Shatner yep yeah. and Brandy's, was, the Brandy's the Terminator great perfect I, I am so on board
0: yeah and Have you seen the Terminator? Yeah, a long time ago though. I haven't, I haven't seen. The you've Terminator. never seen the no. You've never seen Terminator. No. Is it called Terminator or the, Terminator? I, know, the Terminator? I don't know. I haven't seen it. You know the concept though, because it's like part of pop culture, isn't it? Yeah. Robot sent from the future to kill someone, and then there's another robot. Mm. Oh god, I can't remember it. Either. I've I've definitely seen it, and there's, but in this you, one there's germs. Because <laughs> there wasn't any. Well, so right. James Cameron, when directing it, he doesn't like to tell you this, but a little-known fact is, uh, in the Terminator universe, no germs. not any germs.
1: No germs at all. But in the Terminator, there's loads.
0: There's loads of germs. Yeah. Food goes off quicker, basically. It does, yeah. That's about it. It's the same film. You're just on a microscopic... If you buy it in, like, super 4K HD and zoom in on shots, you can, you can see, see germs. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Let's do our own ideas, John. I think I went first last week, so... I'm going to go first again this week. Um, mine's Love the Island. So... It's the island from that Ewan McGregor film that I sort of remember. Have you seen it? No. Um, so basically, uh, Ewan McGregor lives in this, it's like this dystopian world, and you assume that there's this like, one remaining colony. Everyone wears these uniforms and they go about their life each day. And they think they're competing in this lottery that gives them the chance to escape. So they're living on this island and they just have very humdrum lives, very 1984. Um, but it later reveals in the film that the world still exists out there unbeknownst to these people and these people are clones and they're clones so that their real world alternatives can harvest their organs so they're like people that have maybe like hereditary diseases or things like that and so these clones they can use d- and then when they win the lottery that's actually
0: them going off to them be-
1: being going off to be harvested so it's like that but it's love island so <laughs> <laughs> the people on love island yeah aren't real real people and they're being harvested for their sexual organs
0: now, at the risk of the the handful of listeners who are international who don't know Love Island, it's just, it's a reality TV show about mm-hmm. coupling up. There's an equal. Well, there's not an equal. There's there's a number of women and a number of men who are put on a Spanish,
1: a sexy island,
0: a Spanish, a sexy island. Yeah. and they and it is like it is taken over. It's on one of our, it's on ITV2 here, which is like a a smaller channel. And it's the biggest show on TV. it's the biggest show on TV right now. It's absolutely enormous. And everyone's watching it, except for me because I'm a contrarian. Yeah. And uh, that's just a little tiny bit of context. So these people, when they get...
1: They think they're on a TV show having a lovely time. Yeah. But they're actually being harvested for their organs. And when they get voted off... Mm-hmm. They're brutally murdered and their organs are used. And they're, no, they're they're being harvested for their lovely tans. Ah, so the people that put them on the island, they work in offices and underground and things like that, where they don't get any exposure to vitamin D or the sun. So they send a clone to Love Island, and all of the Love Island stuff and the cameras is a distraction. They're actually being there to get a lovely tan that they can then harvest from them to give to them, mm. the real people.
0: Famous, famously harvesting tans. I
1: very nearly pitched one set at Winter called Glove Island. And if you're listening to ITV, that's one million pounds, please. You can see them doing a winter one, can you? In like a chalet,
0: yeah. ski season? Yeah.
1: Glove Island.
0: Glove Island. Yeah,
1: because it's cold. They have to wear gloves. I
0: mean, it sounds like the focus is going to be on the gloves. Mm, maybe They're sexy gloves. You get. You can get which which I for the record I'm not I'm not I'm not on board with. But you can get hand holding gloves.
1: that oh, like you both wear the same glove. Yeah. Should we get
0: one? <laughs> no. Why? Should we get two? <laughs> <laughs> so we just sit facing each other hand in hands. hand I'd like that we'd have to go we'd have to go like cross arms like we're doing old Lang Syne we can do it however you like <laughs> Jeez,
1: uh, what's your film idea
0: my film idea is as following live and hamlet die <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: good that's all I've got so it's Roger Moore mm-hmm. Shakespearean Roger Moore
0: yeah oh god I, it's live and let die a Roger Moore one uh, no no it's a Sean Connery one yeah.
1: isn't it so not as good
0: yeah because when you said Roger Moore I went oh god I've played into Jell's hand here because he my bloody suit. loves Roger Moore. I love Roger Moore but it's fine for this version it is Roger Moore <laughs> good good Yeah, even though Sean Connery is great and that is a great film
1: live and hamlet die yeah and is it the best Bond theme no second best
0: what's the uh, you, this is your ne- you're such an <laughs> 80s kid you're such an 80s kid
1: it's a view to a kill and I will fight anyone that disputes that I would like fight physically fight in a car park
0: in a car park.
1: Bum. Bum. Bunum. Um. Yeah,
0: yeah much better like. Much
1: better soundtrack to a fight in a car park.
0: Then... bam, bam. Yeah. Come on, that's sort of big tune. But since you've threatened violence for disagreement, I'm just not going to get involved.
1: Well, I'm, no, I'm more directing that to our listeners. <laughs> okay, go. I'll fight you. I will come to your house, tweet Dream Factory, and dare, dare to suggest that a View to a Kill isn't the best Bond theme. And also leave your address, and I will come and fight you, man, woman, child. I'm going to bring to help beat you up.
0: <laughs> one man, one woman, yeah, and a child. Yeah. The man's the rock, though. So the,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and the child is also the rock.
1: The child's that little kid that played Tarzan. Do you remember those documentaries about that kid? No. He was like a super strong kid that their parents really trained too much, oh. uh, and he played like child Tarzan. I think. Oh. He was so muscly. Oh. Yeah.
0: Muscly kids terrifying
1: agree there haven't especially been enough- when if, if a kid
0: came into this room and pointed at me and revealed that they were ripped yeah
1: that'd be even scarier <laughs> pointed at you then pointed at their six pack um, why aren't there more horror films about really ripped kids because they're always really like weedy little scary kids aren't they what if it's just a kid that just bullies you a bit didn't have any sort of supernatural stuff going on was just a really strong kid that'd be good wouldn't it <laughs> Just, Wait, stick around for that to be pitched next you, week.
0: You're making breakfast and he's just like pushing pa- yeah, your back. Push you about. Yeah, and you can't do anything.
1: <laughs> and then when social services come over, he's nice as pie.
0: <laughs> you adopt a child and you think at first, oh crap, of a doctor Damien. of a adopted Damien. Adopted yeah. Damien. It turns out he's just a little bit of a dickhead She's and really, really strong.
1: strong. <laughs> just can't stop working out.
0: It's good, isn't it? Anyway, what's your rubbish idea? He's like doing the thing going to press ups while pointing at his eyes (laughs) and
1: drinking some protein. (laughs) What's out of a sippy cup? What's your rubbish
0: idea again? It was "Live and Hamlet Die," but I don't, I don't know. I'm happy with with the strong kid. I think (laughs) I think Strong Kid is the best film we come out with. I was about
1: to say, what's the winner, and it's Strong Kid. (laughs) So there you go, Uh, Strong Kid. Thanks for sending that in our brains a strong kid is the best film this week and we know it's time to leave because a rat tat tat at the studio door and unfortunately <laughs> there's, uh, there's there's a couple of strong kids and they want to have a word with us
0: oh, so um tom yeah tom
1: Tom is an avid listener to the podcast.
0: Well, we don't know that. He's an avid emailer to the podcast.
1: He might never have listened.
0: <laughs> he might just have um, just caught the vibe, just mentally worked Read the out.
1: description. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, I know. Thought, like,
1: I'll get a measure of these guys. <laughs> so confident in his own ideas that he doesn't have to listen back to the results. Yeah. So Tom uh, has been in touch a few times. Mm. And what's interesting, John, about... Tom's correspondence Yeah Is the From email address field Now I quite like Look Things I like about Tom's emails The subject line <laughs> Yeah The contents Yeah the thing I really like about Tom's emails The little sent box
0: Because well, it also It doesn't It doesn't say Tom Yeah As like the person It says Conwy muscles
1: Yeah Conwy muscles So And he's not even a strong boy Tom <laughs> Tom must work Well he does work For some sort of muscle Farming Fishing company, yeah, in Wales,
0: yeah, anyway, this
1: podcast is sponsored by Conway muscles <laughs> uh, and if you head down to the Conway Muscle restaurant uh, and and quote John and Joel's big discount, you get ten percent off your restaurant bill
0: he's also um when I asked uh, per- when I emailed him, asking permission to discuss uh the elephant in the room that was his email address, mm. he um said, interesting fact, there was a pearl found inside a Conway Muscle that is now part of the Crown jewels that is a good fact, so as discussed earlier, I would call him. Furniture aging Tom, or yeah. we call him Muscles Tom.
1: Muscles Tom's a great nickname, isn't it? Especially when the other Tom with the nickname is, a, is just a pervert. There's two Toms that listen to this podcast. One of them is just a pervert, and the other one's called Muscles Tom. And the thing is, what's great about podcasting is that it's an audio format. So if you describe late like 10 time, we refer someone as Muscles Tom. Everyone be to like, bloody hell, who's this guy? Little do they know we're talking about the little things like whelks that just sort of float around near the shore. Do you like a muscle?
0: When we do a live show, he has to come in a T-shirt that says, I'm mussel muscle Tom. Tom. Do you like a muscle? I love a muscle. Delicious. Yeah. What about really? the
1: shellfish? <laughs> they are really delicious. They're truly yeah. delicious, aren't they? One and I reckon commie muscles have got to be some of the best around.
0: Well, I think there's only one way to find out, Joel, and that is a road trip.
1: Yes! I absolutely love this idea. Tom, if you're listening to this, and you are, um,
0: tell Joel uh, that a view to a kill is not the best Bond song and give him your you've address. got a reason for
1: me to come and fight you <laughs> I would not fight a man called Muscles Tom <laughs> we would love to come and check out your muscle operation <laughs> mate we want to come and check out your muscles alright I want to come out I want to feel your muscles I want to taste your muscles alright John wants to do the same but he's too shy to ask <laughs> yeah John's not really confirmed this but I want to go out on a boat and find some muscles
0: do um, you? whatever imagine I'm, it mate I'm imagine aboard. it
1: Literally. literally so yeah we want to come out we want to find some mussels John got annoyed at me when I said fish for mussels yeah but what else do you do
0: I, 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 Forage, it's farming isn't it
1: farm for mussels
0: I, well, I don't know do you pick them well, you go world picking these are all great questions for Tom
1: yeah so we're going to do a live podcast from the Conway Mussels
0: <laughs> yeah. farm to an audience of one Mussels Tom
1: uh, and then we're going to eat loads of mussels I can't wait I'm so excited
0: send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener